Hello, Apaches, and thank you so much for listening in to the 20th episode of Season 2 of the Keeping It Arcadia podcast, brought to you by the students in Arcadia High School's Digital Communications Internship, or DCI for short. My name is Jeffrey Lee, and I'm the host. Today, we have an action-packed episode ready for you, complete with a look on the stereotypes of high school and how to break through them, an interview with the founder of Undefined, which was the incredible speech monologue event about identity, and an analysis of some popular games. First, let's begin with podcast member Christina Yao and her take on high school stereotypes. Hey Apaches, it's Christina, and thank you so much for tuning in for another Keeping It Arcadia podcast episode. Today, I'm going to be talking about high school. I have personally learned so much in the past few months at Arcadia High School, and today I'm going to be interviewing a few people on certain stereotypes, experiences, and expectations placed on them by peers, parents, and even strangers. Arcadia High School is a place where people can pursue their ambitions and work hard to get ahead. It's a versatile school that allows students to pursue their academic interest and ambition for further fulfillment. The school is ranked 116th for best public high schools in all of America. This is really amazing, but the people at AHS still need to face the stereotypes and expectations that all high schools deal with. Let's start off with a definition of a stereotype. A stereotype is a widely held but fixed and oversimplified image or idea of a particular type of person or thing. Stereotypes usually come consciously, but it's really our decision to endorse or reject them. They may have positive or negative outcomes, they can impact behavior, or they could be accurate or false. Stereotypes, expectations, pressures, and even opportunities have a huge downside. When some things don't go well, a person with internal and external pressure can potentially feel worthless and even depressed. People need to acknowledge these mentally straining obstacles and attempt to overcome or even change them. High school is different for each student, so I'm going to be interviewing a diverse group of people to get their take on this prevalent subject. Let's hear what they have to say. Right now, I'm here with Francesca Petate, and she's currently a varsity swimmer, and she likes Arcadia High School a lot. We are going to be talking about people's assumptions and how they can impact someone. So, Francesca, how do people's assumptions of you affect your own choices as well as theirs? People's assumptions on me definitely affect my choices at school or what I do on social media. Sometimes I won't wear certain clothes to school because I don't want want people to think of me differently. And sometimes I won't post certain things on social media as well because I don't want people to come back to school and say stuff or talk about me to their friends and say mean or rude things as well. I know that I shouldn't care about what other people think about me, but it's just a social norm at this point to kind of go along with what people say. Nice. So have other people treated you differently because you did not have the same social academic achievements as them? Uh, yeah, of course people have definitely treated me differently because I didn't have the same academic achievements. Um, I didn't go to Kumon or after school or ACI and it just kind of made me feel belittled because I didn't have the 4.0 that they had or the honors classes that they took and they unconsciously rubbed it in my face and I know that they didn't mean to hurt my feelings but they did. I feel like you shouldn't be judged just because you didn't go to an after school or you're not part of this club or that club and people treat other others differently um, because of that. Thank you for your really insightful responses, Francesca. Now I'm going to be interviewing Junior Grace Hong for more on this subject. Right now, I'm with Junior Grace Hong. Grace, do your assumptions on people affect how you treat them? Uh, My assumptions on people do often affect how I treat them. 
If I already have a preconception that a certain person dislikes something, I may avoid talking about it. Or I might find someone unapproachable out of fear for some from something I heard about them. Um, I think assumptions of people are actually extremely unhealthy since we let our ideas of people get in the way of getting to know who they truly are. Have people treated you differently because you did not have the same academic achievement as them? Have they judged or even questioned you on this? Why? I do think people have treated me differently because I did not have the same academic achievement as them. As a result of this, I have sometimes felt like I was looked down on or not smart enough to understand. I think the reason for this treatment is the current culture of our school and its extreme focus on academics. Thanks, Grace. No problem. Next, I'm going to be interviewing sophomore football player Kayden Hall on stereotypes. So how do you let stereotypes not affect you? You can't let the stereotypes get in your head. As long as you have a certain mindset, and that mindset is, as if people don't know what the truth is, then oh well. As long as you know what you did, what's right, that's all that matters. Everyone who thinks differently is, they, they just don't know. So there you go. Thanks, Kayan. Overall, high school is a crazy experience, and it can be different for all people. The challenge is to pursue your interests and not take other opinions to heart. This can be very difficult to do, but a place like Arcadia High School gives us all the opportunities to succeed. If you believe in yourself, stay optimistic, and work hard, other opinions and stereotypes of you won't matter, and you can achieve your goals and make the right choices. Next, let's head on to podcast member Becky Chen and her interview with the founder of Undefined, Philbert Ong. So, Philbert, can you tell us what this event is all about? Right. So, Undefined is a identity um, monologue series event. So can you tell us what your purpose was in making this and what inspired you to create this? So this event was created in the hopes of highlighting you know, unknown stories of personal discovery and development and uh, the people all around us. So all of us here at HS, we're at that age where we're just beginning to make sense of who we are. And we've had all these different experiences that contribute to our own perspectives on life. And I thought that it was really important that we all have a little bit more insight into the lives of other people. For me, myself, I was inspired to create this event because last year I knew that I was going through a lot to figuring out who I was exactly, and I just questioned if anyone else around me was going through the same thing. And lo and behold, with this event, I can definitely confirm that that's a reality. So can you tell us what, your, what message you hope to send out by creating this event? So I wanted to create this event in hopes of fostering an environment where sympathy and mutual understanding is possible. And I wanted everyone to listen to each other's stories and understand that perhaps they're not alone. So I guess the main message is you're not alone in your experiences. Even though we may come from different backgrounds and have different upbringings, we have a lot of unifying factors that bring us together. And you know the world isn't such a scary place after all. Thank you so much, Philbert. Thank you. Hi, my name is Anya Yang, and I'm here with Manasvi Chandra to speak about her experience with Undefined. Undefined is described as a monologue series that showcased the complexities, joys, struggles, and various other aspects of how people define themselves. What message were you hoping to send out in your monologue? So I just kind of made my monologue about things that spoke to me and about my experiences. So I was hoping that other people could relate to similar experiences and maybe feel a sense of belonging since they know that they're not the only people who've been through it. That's a really great message. So how did you prepare for the event? Um, first, it took me a really long time to get everything I wanted to say into like a cohesive speech. 
and I wanted to make it interesting too so it took a lot of time writing it and even after I wrote it and finalized it I made lots of changes while practicing and mostly I just practiced speaking it and trying it without the paper and I just worked really hard in trying to memorize it before the speech. What was the title of your monologue? Um, it was called Complete with the Differences to talk about how I felt a, like a complete identity even with all the differences from my different cultures. That's really interesting. Thank you. Last but not least, we have resident tech guy Jarrett Yip and his analysis on a few popular games. What's up guys? It's Jarrett, our resident Game Boy, here to talk to you about today's hottest games. 2018 was a really big year for video games. We had popular titles like Red Dead 2, Fortnite, and LEGO Incredibles. But to christen the new year of 2019, I thought I'd give you my top three picks for the most popular games of this first quarter of our year. Starting our list with number three is a game that often goes overlooked and unreviewed by the biggest game reviewers. I'm talking about Big Fish, the Facebook Messenger game that's taking the nation by storm. If you're anything like me, then your Facebook Messenger inbox must be filled with thousands of requests that say, please help me unlock Fish 23, please help me unlock Fish 25, and so forth. Now, one of the biggest reasons that this game is so hot is because anybody can play it. If you have a phone and a Facebook Messenger account, you can start playing. The game is basically a ring where fish run around and every time it passes the finish line, you get coins. With these coins, you get more fish and thus more coins. It's an endless cycle, but quite addicting, I must say. So this puts Big Fish at number three. Coming in hot at number two is Super Smash Bros. Ultimate on the Nintendo Switch. This game has over 70 fighters from a multitude of games that each individually have their own fight styles to suit every kind of player. Whether you're a beginner or a seasoned veteran, this game is easy to play. All you gotta do is jump up, stay on the map, and fight away. With such recognizable faces as Mario, Bowser, Luigi, and King K. Rule, it's a real hoot to join in on the fun. This newcomer takes a more unconventional approach to gaming with Battle Royale mode. That's right, you heard it, another Battle Royale. So look out Fortnite, cause coming in at number one on Jarrett's list is Apex Legends. With the tried and true first person perspective of Apex Legends, aiming is much easier and more precise than the third person perspective found in Fortnite. Apex also adds characters. At the start of each match, players pick one of the current roster of eight characters, which each have their own abilities. And best of all, this game is free to play. Whether you have a PC, an Xbox, or a PS4, you can play it for free and with your friends, putting that on number one in Jared's Top Games. Thanks for listening. See you in the next round. And that will conclude this episode. This has been Jeffrey with Arcadia High School's DCI, and the podcast team and I hope you've enjoyed our 20th episode of the school year. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe for more weekly content. Please visit the list of all our episodes on the AUSD DCI page. The link is ausddci.blogspot.com. Thank you, and we will see you next week. This is AUSD DCI signing off.